0: You are listening to the Mission Matters Podcast Network, where we amplify the stories of entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. gente. Bienvenidos to episode number five. My name is Jose Tejada, and I will be your host of Hispanic Wealth Matters. Welcome to my podcast. Today, we don't actually have a guest. Today, it's just you and I. And I'm going to call this episode an ICU episode. And I think I'm going to do some of these over time. And these are going to be more like recognitions of the community, things that happen in the community, things that we go through as a community. And this episode, I think I'm going to call it something like I've been reading contracts since I was 12. (laughs) And the ICU is about the people that were like me that were immigrants right i've told you guys i came to the to the states when i was 10 years old and i'm the oldest of three and so because as children it's generally easier for us to learn english as i was learning english and you know that was happening like many of you i'm sure i was handed legal documents like apartment leases or contracts or credit card applications and was told Right, So there you are, you're like 14 years old trying to read contracts and take your best guess at what this thing says and how to advise your adult parents. It's now as a a 41-year-old man, I I can reflect back on that time and appreciate the amount of pressure and stress that we were in 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 doing that and being placed in that situation. Now, by the way, I'm not saying that this is a victimization thing. It's, I'm just saying that it was the reality of our upbringing. It was the reality of how the role that we played within the dynamic of our family, especially an immigrant family. And so we accepted it, but thinking back on it, at least in my experience, it was just such a such an incredible weight to handle, right? I know that in my experience, for example, because my parents We're working two and three jobs at a time. I was the one that had to go to the parent-teacher conferences. I was doing the homework with my siblings. And don't get me wrong, made me very close to my my siblings. But it also creates this idea of a third parent. And you become this third parent in the dynamic of family. And, And more often than not, your parents, like mine, were probably extremely young. Mine were in their 20s when we got here. And you formed this role where you have to mature and grow up a little bit quicker because we have these responsibilities as immigrants. So I want to say, I see you. I know you went through that. I went through that. And I honor you for, for taking that space. I think that what also happens is that we continue to play that role in the lives. And so in in wealth management and in financial literacy, there is the idea of sources of truth. And when we would do consultations with clients, you try to identify what is the source of financial truth? Where do they get their facts from? In the Hispanic community, a lot of the times, it's actually tradition. I had a consultation with a client not too too long ago, and uh, he had no credit. And he tells me, well, you know, in Mexico where I come from, if you don't can't afford it, you don't buy it. So unfortunately, I couldn't help him do his mortgage loan because he literally had no credit, no score. And so therefore, in America, where we base credit worthiness on a FICO score uh, and you don't have one, there isn't anything we can do to help you. And so I think that it's important that as we continue to grow and evolve as families in America, well, in the United States of America, that we continue to create these generational skipping behaviors. Right. We talked about how buying a home is a generation skipping behavior. There is a difference between a family that grows up with everybody around them, being renters. And then when there is a a fa- then somebody buys a home and then those children are growing up in a home. Then that's a generational skipping behavior. They grow up with a pedigree of knowing that you could be a homeowner. You can live in a home and own a home. But I think there are other parts of that as well. For example, the idea that how families should have living trust and wills to protect them against probate court, for example. The idea to have proper life insurance so that when we pass, because by the way, you guys know that's how the game ends, right? Like we all die. That's the end of the story. Everyone will eventually die. And so having proper life insurance in place is, is not only our responsibility, but it is a kindness to our family to be able to leave some sort of legacy behind. I always found that interesting that Latinos are very concerned with legacy and being remembered. We love our ofrendas and we love remembering our ancestors, but we're not so conscious about that in in real life in terms of planning for that. In the idea of having funeral arrangements, for example, things like that, that are proper, proper planning and generation skipping behaviors can change the dynamic and ultimately the wealth of families over time. Imagine a situation where grandfather dies and he had a life insurance policy for the benefit of his grandbabies and for the idea that he was going to pay for their university education, right? Or their first home, or at least a down payment for a first home. How powerful are those things? However, I think that as Latinos, we get stuck in tradition and we get stuck in behaviors. And I deal with a lot of, you know, older, not old, but adults, right? 40s and 50 year olds that continue to have these, predetermined behaviors based on on legacy and on pedigree and the way that they that they were brought up. I think that in order to be efficient, you got to be and thrive in thriving your environment, you got to be able to adapt to it. And like I tell you guys all the time, the ones who win the rules are the ones who knows the rules. And in America, proper financial planning is quintessential and critical in order for us to advance and help our generations also advance. So that's the thought for today. I see you. I see you oldest child or whatever child you were that was playing that role. I see you. I respect you. I revere you. And let's change some generations. I'll catch you in the next episode. See ya. This has been a Mission Matters Network production. Listen to this show and browse our entire catalog by visiting missionmatters.com.